You're listening to the evening sacrifice. Be blessed as you listen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for an awesome day. Thank you for a day full of your instructions. Thank you for the leading of the Spirit. Thank you for angelic assignment, angelic help and assistance. Thank you for sending help from Zion. Thank you, my Father, in the name of Jesus. We praise your name this evening. For from the rising up of the sun to the setting down of the same, your name shall always be praised. We praise you, Father, and we are thankful. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 5, verse 17. Jesus is talking here. He says, Think not that I am come to destroy the law or the prophets. I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill. Now, one of the challenges we've had in the body of Christ and um, a lot of preachers, preachers of grace, is to speak in a blanket manner that the law has been abolished. And so the law is no longer relevant. And so anything you teach out of the law is irrelevant. And the prophets, not so. Not so. We need to rightly divide the word of truth. So Jesus speaking said, I did not come to abolish the law. I came to fulfill it. Now, what did he mean by this? Now, the things that were prophesied about Jesus, the things that the law wrote concerning him, and the things that were prophesied about him, Number one, he came to fulfill all of them. So he lived out of the volume of the books. Everything that Jesus did were things that were prophesied about him in the Psalms, in the law, and in the prophets. Now we can see that from the book of Luke um, when the two disciples who were on the day of resurrection, who were on their way to Emmaus, were intercepted by Jesus. Hallelujah. And Jesus went in among them and began to ask them questions. Why are you downcast? And they are like, ah, are you a stranger in Israel? Do you not know the things that have happened all this while? Let's look at it. Uh, um, Luke chapter 24 from verse 15. And it came to pass that while they communed together and reasoned, Jesus himself drew near and went with them. But their eyes were holding that they should not know him. What manner of communication are these that you have one to another as you walk and are sad? Okay? And one of them, whose name was Cleopas, answering, said unto him, Are you a stranger in Jerusalem and has not known the things which are come to pass in these days? And he said unto them, What things? And they said unto him, Concerning Jesus of Nazareth, which was a prophet, mighty in deed and word, before God and all the people, and how the chief priests and our rulers delivered him to be condemned to death and have crucified him. But we trusted that it had been him which should have redeemed Israel. And beside all this, today is the third day since these things were done. <laughs> now, I want to jump because of time. Verse 25, Jesus said, Then he said unto them, O fools, and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? 
and beginning, verse 27, at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let's jump again to verse verse 44. And he said unto them, These are the words which I spoke unto you while I was yet with you, that all things must be fulfilled, which was written in the law of Moses and in the prophets and in the Psalms concerning me. So in the law of Moses and in the Psalms and in the prophets are things written concerning Jesus Christ that must be fulfilled. Now the ones he has fulfilled, there are things that have been written that has been completed. Like his death on the cross, his being, he being the Passover lamb of God has been fulfilled. He has died on the cross. He will never die again. So that has been permanently fulfilled. But there are other rituals. There are other feasts. There are other things spoken about in the law which are yet to be fulfilled. Praise the Lord. Now, out of those things which are written, we can teach the man Christ Jesus. We can throw light from those things. Praise God. Now, apart from that, what was abolished in the law, really, were the ordinances or the rituals that were contained in the law. We can see that in the book of Ephesians chapter 2. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 2 and take a look. For he is, verse 14, for he is our peace who has made both one and has broken down the middle wall of partition between us, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, even the law of commandments contained in ordinances. Do you see that? Contained in ordinances. For to make all the law of commandments in ordinances. So those ordinances of the law, those rituals, those slaughter this one here, kill this one here, don't uh, wear linen and wool together, don't plant corn and wheat to those ordinances, those things that came out of the Levitical order, the order of the priesthood of Aaron, the, the priesthood of that of Aaron was abolished completely. And all the ordinances and everything and all the rituals about it was abolished. Praise God. However, my brother, my sister, you will be a witness with me that thou shalt not lie is relevant to you today. Thou shalt not steal is relevant to you tomorrow. Thou shalt not commit adultery is relevant till Jesus returns. Thou shalt not kill is relevant until we enter into eternity. Now, and so many characters and ways of God, how God wants us to deal with people, how God wants or the whole of the epistles, starting from the book of, of Romans, all of the letters of the epistles right to the book of Revelations were written out of the law and the prophets. All the instructions of the New Testament do not lie one to another. Where did they get it from? Make peace with all men. Where did they get it from? If a man will see good days, let him do what? Eschew evil. Let him hate, hate evil. And let him keep his lips from speaking guile. Where did that come from? the book of Psalms. You will see all of the epistles were written from the old, from the Old Testament books and from the prophets. Now, I want to open up something to us concerning the prophets, right? Now, all the books of the prophets were written after Israel fell into sin. When Israel was in captivity, when Israel, after David died particularly, go, just go check Jeremiah, uh, Ezekiel, when they were prophesying, you will check who, which kings were ruling at that time. That was way after David, when Israel went into idolatry. Now, out of the idolatry, out of all the things that Israel was doing, the sins they were committing, 
these prophets, God began to speak through them. Now, all those prophecies, all of them were all messianic. The promise of restoration. You saw what we read now from the book of Luke, where those men on their way to Emmaus was telling Jesus that they thought that it was this Messiah that was prophesied by the prophets who will restore the kingdom to Israel as a nation. But Jesus came to fulfill those prophecies. And instead of restoring the kingdom to Israel as a physical nation, God set up his kingdom on the earth by through which the Gentiles will come into Christ and will come into God. And God broke down the middle wall of partition like we see in the book of Ephesians and made out of two people, the Jews and the Gentiles, he made one new man. Now, men are called children of God just by faith in Jesus Christ. However, the laws of holiness are still the same, my brother, my sister. The ways of God are still the same, my brother, my sister. You can read the book of Deuteronomy. Please go read the book of Deuteronomy and learn the character of God. You will not know the real character of God except you pay attention to the law and the prophets. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Okay. Let's continue with Matthew, or let's conclude. <laughs> it's time to close this up. Let's conclude with Matthew 5, where we were reading. So verse 17, I'll read that again. Think not that I am come to destroy the law or the prophets. I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill. For verily I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass, one jot or one Tittle shall in no wise pass from the law till all will be fulfilled. Hallelujah. All the law must be, everything written must be fulfilled. This morning I was having a conversation. I was on a chat with a group and I was talking about the war going on right now in Israel. And I said, look, my dear brethren, that land, all that land, God gave it to the descendants of Abraham in the flesh. And whether Israel is following Jesus right now or not. The promise is waiting for them. But that land is their own. And nobody will take it from them. Why? It has been written. Kai, it has been written. It will be fulfilled. You can't take that land from them anymore. Now, Ezekiel prophesied that they would come back as a nation. It's right there in the scriptures. And when you look at how the skeleton was scattered in the valley... They asked Ezekiel, can these dry bones live? Ezekiel said, only you know. How can such dry bones live? And Ezekiel was instructed to prophesy. Hallelujah. And as he prophesied, the bones came together. He prophesied again. Sinews came on them. Flesh came on them. And they stood up and he prophesied again. Wind came. And they received breath. And they rose up as a mighty army on the earth. This aspect is here to be fulfilled. To live in the sight of God. Right now, look at it. There's a nation called Israel. More than 3,000, 4,000 years after they were scattered all over the world. From the time of Nebuchadnezzar. Look at that. From the time of King Joachim. Look at that. But that word was fulfilled in 1948. And they became a nation again. With their original language. With their original currency. My brother, my sister, let's pay attention to the word of God. And let's ask God to open our eyes so that we can have understanding, so that we can judge rightly the affairs on the earth and know which one should be where. The word of God is one. This word of God, from the book of Genesis to the book of Revelations, is one. Take time to know what was abolished and what was not. 
Levitical order was abolished, the Aaronic priesthood was abolished, sacrifices, killing of this, killing of that was abolished, going to the temple to go and worship God as a temple temple was abolished because now God lives in our body. Hallelujah. Our body is a temple of God. Now, it doesn't mean that we will not go to a place, gather together, we will gather anywhere. And if you need accommodation, you go ahead and build accommodation. But you must know that that is not the temple of God, that the temple of God is a man. They are human beings. And you are that temple of the living God. So we need to, with the eyes of, of the new man, with the eyes of Christ, read through the scriptures and know what was put away and what was not put away. Praise God. Hallelujah. The message you just heard was from the evening sacrifice by Chinira Isibor from Kebadula Ministries. For other ministrations like Open Book, Preparing His Bride, and more, visit kebadula.org. God bless you.